Bill O'Reilly here, Monday, November 29, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. New COVID variant threatening global travel. Looters targeting luxury stores on Black Friday. Democrats reveal who may replace President Biden in 2024. The battle over the president's Build Back Better plan heads to the Senate. Also ahead, what the Bidens discussed over Thanksgiving dinner. But first, a new variant of COVID causing the USA to impose travel restrictions. The White House banning visitors from eight countries in southern Africa. The strain sparking similar rules in Europe. Israel closing its borders to all foreigners for two weeks. Looting at luxury stores, leaving at least one security guard dead. The former police officer was shot in the chest during an attempted robbery in California. Thieves targeting shops in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, Minneapolis. In total, criminals stole more than $1 million on Black Friday alone. California Governor Newsom blaming the chaos on local mayors, saying, quote, when things like this happen, mayors have to step up. That is partially true. But the real cause of this violent anarchy is California and other states not prosecuting criminals. New survey from The Hill says Democrats' top choices to replace Joe Biden if he doesn't run in 2024. 13% back Vice President Harris, followed by First Lady Michelle Obama at 10%. Others on the list, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg. Mr. Biden's approval rating now hovers around 41%. He will be 81 years old on Election Day 2024. The White House moving forward on the president's Build Back Better plan. The House passed the $1.7 trillion package along party lines, with just one Democrat voting no. Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema still negative on the proposal, claiming the legislation would cause more inflation. Recent report from the Congressional Budget Office says the bill would add nearly $40 billion to the American deficit. In a moment, a very Biden Thanksgiving. Right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, 
or text GOLD to 65532. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. As you may know, the Biden family has a tradition of celebrating Thanksgiving on Nantucket, an island belonging to Massachusetts. Very nice place if you can afford to live there. Few can. The president's crew celebrated at the home of David Rubenstein, 72 years old, a billionaire four times over. Rubenstein made his fortune taking over companies and then reselling them for huge profits. Elizabeth Warren hates him. The Biden family had plenty of room to roam in the lavish oceanfront estate worth about $20 million. Hunter Biden in particular found the environment much to his liking and was overheard saying, man, this is better than Ukraine. His dad was also overheard asking Mr. Rubenstein, you're richer than Barack's friends on Martha's Vineyard, right? Now, those statements have not been verified, but in the interest of satire, we will proceed. The following is a partial transcript of the Thanksgiving dinner conversation. President Biden, if in fact it's Thanksgiving, Jill Biden, Joe, honey, it is a fact. It is Thanksgiving. David Rubenstein, welcome everyone to our beach house. We hope you enjoy the weekend. Let the meal begin. Hunter Biden, I'm expecting a call from Beijing. How's the cell service here? Jill Biden, Hunter, sweetheart, let's say Grace. Hunter, Grace, she's here? Jill, no, the prayer. President Biden, the Pope told me I'm a good Catholic. I know lots of prayers. At least I think that's what he said. He was speaking in rapid Spanish and kept asking if I wanted my parking ticket validated. If, in fact, I drove there, which I think I did. David Rubenstein, we have everything you could possibly want, and I paid my fair share of taxes on the groceries, which were 40% more expensive than last year. President Biden, here's the deal. Pass the mashed potatoes. You know, David, we Bidens don't pay for anything, never have. The government picks up everything, right, Hunter? It's the greatest deal. I don't even have a job. Jill Biden, let's pause to think about the less fortunate on this Thanksgiving. President Biden, man, that would be everybody. But I'm thinking specifically about Barack and Michelle. David Rubenstein, so Mr. President, how's Build Back Better going? President Biden, what? Jill Biden, you know, Joe, the $5 trillion spending bills. President Biden, that's incredible. Can we really spend that much? Jill Biden, it's going great, David. We should get it passed by the lunar eclipse three years from now. Then everyone would pay their fair share except Hunter. We can't find his offshore accounts in the Caymans. Hunter, you'll never find them, Dad. Jill Biden, oh, you guys. May I raise a Thanksgiving toast? Here's to our gracious host, David, who has more money than anyone Michelle even knows. Hunter. I may have left another laptop at a pawn shop in Nantucket Town. Jill Biden, oh, honey, again? President Biden, if in fact he did, the New York Times will never run the story. That's so great. President Biden, thank you for all attending this fabulous Thanksgiving dinner. And to all a good night. Hunter Biden, that's Christmas, Dad. 
I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. In a moment, something you might not know. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Ten years ago today, a Los Angeles doctor was sentenced to four years in prison for involuntary manslaughter. The jury found the man guilty of giving powerful drugs that killed the biggest pop star on the planet. The physician's name, Dr. Conrad Murray. The victim, Michael Jackson. Here's the story. Starting in the 1990s, the most successful entertainer in the world was accused of molesting young children. The musician was acquitted of the charges or settled out of court in civil suits, but he faced questions for years. In the meantime, Michael Jackson developed an obsession with cosmetic surgery and prescription drugs. On June 25, 2009, he was preparing for a series of summer concerts at his home. He was discovered unconscious inside the Los Angeles mansion and pronounced dead two hours later. The coroner's office ruled the pop star's death a homicide from lethal levels of the sedative propofol and other drugs. In total, 11 different medications were detected in Michael Jackson's bloodstream. His personal physician, Dr. Murray, was at the singer's home when he died. He told police Jackson requested a powerful cocktail of medications to help him sleep. Murray complied. On November 29, 2011, the doctor received the maximum sentence of four years for his role in Jackson's death. He was released in October 2013. In the aftermath of the overdose, Jackson's record sales actually rose 800%. And here's something else you might not know. The Jackson family largely blames the media for Michael's death. To avoid prying from the press, Jackson had the phone lines to his home disconnected. So, after discovering the unconscious singer, staffers were unable to dial 911. They performed CPR for nearly 30 minutes, before paramedics finally arrived. Too late. Michael Jackson dead, like many other pop stars, from a massive drug overdose. Back after this. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.